Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of the Old I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Masks of Nyarlathotep. It was written by Larry Dottilio, Lynn Willis, Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward, and it's available from the Chaosium website. Our game master is Morgan Llewellyn, and this is episode 17. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lively as Howard Grunwald. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stuart? Friday, March 6, 1925. In researching the Egyptian murders further at the Times, our group, barring Morris, who stayed behind at the hotel, he wasn't feeling well, Octavius, Frederick, Theodore, and I discovered Soho was where most of the bodies were discovered. Eleven of the bodies were Egyptian nationals, none of whom had local family. But the other two bodies were not Egyptian. One a dark worker, and the other a young student of Egyptology named Lucas McAllister. Afterwards, we headed to the Penyu Foundation to put a tail on Edward Gavigan. Mr. Gavigan stops in suspiciously at Empire Spices, the little store. For about 30 minutes, Frederick and I followed him on foot when he left, while Octavius and Theo followed in a car down to the docks. He ducked into a warehouse. It was Whitechapel in Bow Street. He later headed back to London. While at dinner, later that evening, Theo cleverly cops the name of the owner of the Empire Spices, a certain Miss Zahra Shaikh. Uh, later, heading to the club, the Blue Pyramid, we notice that it's on the same block, right behind Empire Spices. Approaching the club, we run into Bernard, whom we had met earlier at the Pinhue Foundation. He was being thrown out of the club, apparently drunk. After solidifying connections between Pinhu Foundation, Empire Spices, Unza Blue Pyramid from Bernard, we decided to head to the dark warehouse again, this time at night to investigate. No one appeared to be there at first, but quickly we were apprehended by heavily armed warehouse guards. In what escalated quickly into a near-death experience, Octavius and Theo managed to talk our way out of it. With the uh, your next message on our door from the previous night and the run-in with the organized crime at the doctor house, we opted to sneak out in the middle of the night and change hotels to a less conspicuous location. The Langham Hotel, still in London. Fortunately for Frederick, it was a foggy night, so his recent fear of viewing the starry night above was not realized. Come Saturday morning, March 7th, 1925, Theo studies one of the horrific tomes purchased from Erica Carlyle's estate and studies feverishly the magic of the fog. Meanwhile, Friedrich and I head to the Hall of Records. We discovered the owner of Empire Spice business, Zahra Shaikh, also owns the Blue Pyramid. Also, we learn that Edward Gavigan owns a large estate in Essex, the Misa House. Might we discover answers there? All right, so we do have Hauser and Frederick at the House of Records. 
Octavius, you are at the hotel with Theo and Morris. Right. So what would you all like to do at this point? So Theo, what you learning? Sorry? Uh, yes, uh, just trying to really knuckle in this uh, this spell in the mind. It, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure if, if we get into a situation like we did uh, last night, this could, uh, this could come in handy. It's, uh, it's because it's all just seems like gibberish, yeah? Well, yes, but I mean, you know yourself, we spoke this gibberish and, and it worked. We had the book in our hands, right, yeah. So if um, I can learn the gibberish. Uh, I suppose it's just a matter of repeating it over and over again, memorizing I mean, to be things. fair, when I first read Latin, I thought that was all gibberish as well. So I guess I've just got to... Ugh, you can sort of put it to a song in your head, you know, so that it uh, helps you to remember, kind of. Yeah. Make it sing-songy. You know, I got, to, I got now that we're alone, well, Morris is there, but Morris keeps drifting in and out of sleep. Um, uh, your background, you... You seem to be a little bit more knowledgeable in the uh, occult circles than the most people. Well, uh, unfortunately, that's uh, that is a gift and a curse of my family. Um, for decades, my ancestors have been interested in, let's say, darker um, forms of of, of knowledge. Um, in fact, the locals uh, in uh, in New Orleans call uh, uh, the Gracie Manor the haunted mansion oh. um there's all these stories about ghosts haunting the halls complete You're, nonsense uh, of course but um, so do you believe in like ghosts or stuff like that of course oh. something must happen once we oh there's for me there's too many i i, I keep my mind open to all possibilities octavius i don't like to close my mind to any situation i just find it a horrible thought to think that we gonna we die and then we get stuck in some place just repeat the same fucking thing over every night for a thousand years. Well, I suppose years. the the belief is that if we stay behind, it's because there's something unfinished oh. for us. So if we can, if that can get finished, we can move on. We can carry on. Well, I mean, I mean, you know better than I do. If you if you think that they're true, maybe you've had some experiences or whatever. Um, what about like spiritualism and shit like that? Oh, yes. I mean, like I said, I keep an open mind. That, I, I don't mean to call it shit, but you know. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it, yes. Uh, yes, no, it's it's um, definitely worth looking into. And, and look, I think with anything, there's going to be things that are, uh, are going to have more weight to them. And there's going to be things that are a crock of shit, as you put it. There's always going to be people out there trying to swindle people out of a, a few dollars to tell them they're, they're in danger from a dark fortune as their ancestor comes to the table and it's all cogs and wires and things under the table. I had a very bad time in the last few days because I think based on the paintings of Mr. Uh, I don't remember his name, but uh, his weird yes. paintings. That there is something that can allow, plus my own experiences in, in taking that drug, mm. that there 
there is some place that crosses over that that uh that there are ways of seeing things remote and and past anyways what i'm getting at is but like a third eye i've been very frustrated the last couple of days because i don't know what exactly we're trying to accomplish here i don't know where we should go we're hearing ghost stories and things england's full of ghost stories mm, and we're nice. we're thinking about pursuing them I, and i'm just sort of now i guess i'm in a desperate position and i'm thinking maybe maybe you could offer some extra outside the realm of the normal um i don't know you think you could uh uh Jesus, well, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but well, you know this. Uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we, as you know, I, I, I joined this little group later than the, than the rest of you. Obviously, I know what you all of you encountered in Peru, and then, and then uh, Jackson asked you all to come join him again in in England. I think at the crux of this, as we say, Jackson the who looks into cults and, and, and death cults and so on and so forth, has stumbled upon a plot he believes that the Carlisle expedition aren't dead. Right. There's, there's some sort of plot going on that they are not dead and that there's obviously cogs working. He was then killed by a cult. We have cult-esque murders here, which we know have connection we've possibly had a message from the leader of this cult here so we know jackson was on to something we, we don't know, know that exactly jackson was on to something right we don't know what this these cults or what this group that have tried to that have killed jackson are wanting and what the connections are but there is some form of connection they've, they've killed him and possibly it is because of this information about the carlisle expedition We've got to keep going back to that because every time we talk about, we're saying, "Well, Penhu died." We, the thing is, we don't know that for sure. Well, I guess what the question I was going to say, or the thing I was going to suggest, is the one person who knew what he was doing is uh, Jackson. Uh, I could, I, I could probably. I mean, if there, there must be a a, a bookstore. In, in London that's got more more tomes and books uh, requiring for what we need. But I suppose we could attempt to try and hold a seance to contact Jackson. A seance. If you really believe that something like that would work? Um, you never, there's a possibility. As I said, if I can find the right books uh, pertaining to such a thing, um, I might be able to attempt it. I'm not saying it would take me uh, like I can do it in a night. I'd need some time to well, to study it properly and, and ascertain what is false and what is potentially fact. Here's the thing. I don't think that you would have any reason to pretend like you're conjuring up spirits. I think if no, we went to not. a medium... Uh, mediums, who knows? They could just be trying to build oh, yes. That's what I'm saying. It could be um, wires and things. If like you think, if you think that such a thing was even possible, 
then maybe we could get some answers from Jackson Elias. Jackson well, Elias. Uh, did Christopher ever tell you about his godmother? Or Christopher, for that matter. I didn't even think of that, but I don't know that Christopher is... What happened to Christopher is completely different. Oh, no, I'm not saying we, we bring Christopher back, but I'm saying uh, Christopher's godmother... Lebeau. Yeah. Is supposedly Marie Lebeau. I, supposedly. I obviously could still contact her and see if she possibly knows of any book or information of, of holding a seance properly. Um, we can, I'm think... more, I agree. I think us going to a medium is a waste of time because we just don't know whether... The information we're going to be getting is is uh is going to be correct if i run it poss i mean as you say i there's no reason for me to pretend to you know do anything yeah you're not trying and to i agree i don't think christopher's going to be the right person to contact i think uh if you we can try get screams. jackson anyways think about it think about it it's a crazy thing and i didn't want to say it in front of everybody but I think the others would understand, in all honesty. Um, <clears throat> if you want to talk crazy, um, Frederick thinks the sky is falling. So I think, I think you're far away from crazy at this point. Oh, what? I did drink some of that stuff. Am I, am I talking crazy? No, no, no. I don't think... Uh, I think uh, you didn't read all the rest of these books... Uh, mm. When we arrived, Frederick had uh, had done quite a bit of uh, reading, so um, I don't think he was all there when he had his uh, little fingertip of of uh, snake juice. Um, well, let's let's do what we can and uh, think about it. I'll, and I'll, I'll make some calls and see if I can uh, ascertain uh, the right books that I would need to, to try to attempt such a thing at all. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's plenty of places here in London that you could be able to find what you need. I mean, hell, yes, you but could, if I know exactly what books to look for, that'll, that'll help you could, the time, uh, I suppose. Maybe even contact that, what's his name, uh, Crowley fellow. Crowley. Yes, I, I, I do have some dealings with him. He knew my father quite well. Well? Oh, I'll give him a call. So um, anyway. I guess I will be calling Crowley. <laughs> I wouldn't call him Crowley. I'd call him Crowley. <laughs> I think it's Crowley. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. So you are you are calling Alistair Crowley? Is that what I? Yeah. All right. Easy enough. So, yeah, just say, yeah. <laughs> it all takes a bit. Eventually, you do uh, manage to connect to, with them. Mm -hmm. uh, hello. Uh, Alistair, uh, it's Theodore Gracie. Um, you might have remembered my father, Felix. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, listen, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm in London out of current, and uh, I find myself in a situation where I am in the need of potentially holding a seance to contact a, a friend that has recently passed on uh, to find some connections to his murder. Um, this is something I've never attempted. Obviously, I, I know of seance and some of the workings, but I, I, I have never attempted a, a complete seance myself. Uh, 
And I was hoping potentially you might know where to find the right information or, or you yourself might have the right information that I would need to attempt such a thing. You said you're in, you're in London? Yes, correct. All right, there's a contact of mine there, uh, Miss Jasmine Pink. Miss she, Jasmine opera Pink. she operates near the Limehouse docks in Soho. She might be able to assist you. Ah, I've had uh, dealings with the uh, Limehouse docks already. Uh, Jasmine Pink, all right. And is it all right for me to uh, drop your name, Alistair? If you feel like it. Ah, thank you. Much obliged. Your father was a good man. Yes, he was. Yes. Good day. Good day. Then I'll hang up. Um, and then I'll obviously tell Fox. Uh, uh, Jasmine Pink apparently is the person we should speak to. She's based out of the Limehouse Docks, which, yes, I know we've already had dealings with, but uh, worth looking into if Ooh. it's something we want to pursue. Well, if, uh, if you say that, if, if Crowley says that, Crowley says that, then. All right. I mean, we'll check her out. Hopefully, she's not a flake. Mm. The others have been quite a while. Hauser and Frederick. Well, wonder what they're up to. Intent. <laughs> yeah, well, so. <laughs> Are you continually in? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I could not hear you. It's an old war wounds coming back. This is good. This is good information. Uh, this Essex estate of uh, Gavigans. We need to let the others know. Weren't you saying something earlier about looking up uh, maybe immigration records? Would that be here too? This is a hall of records. Hmm, perhaps. I wonder if if we could find anything. It, um, um, uh, keeper, uh, is that something that, could... that is that is not public record? Okay. It's not public record. Okay. Right. Hmm. I wonder if we could look up anything pertaining to. Now oh, this could be this could be tangential at worst, but if we look up uh, anything pertaining to the owner of the warehouse, the privately owned warehouse, this. Uh, uh, that's right. It was Chaudhry uh... fellow. Yeah, Chaudhry. Hmm. Maybe if he owns anything else, what else he is invested in, anything public on him. We could no. uh, search anything What's related. The, uh, how, are, how are halls of records, um, how are they organized? I, I doubt we could just look up Chaudhry, go to the go to the C section and find Chaudhry. Yeah, it, it would be probably indifferent. I'm, I'm not certain. Probably real estate ownings and holdings. How about so that have it be a library use role? Yeah, there we go. Let's just do it. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying you're saying Frederick Chapman knows more about library use than Brian Daly? Hmm. Yes, <laughs> that is that is what I'm saying. Right. Right? These they would know more about although not in this case. Record, record Nailed it. <laughs> Boom. Sixty nine out of seventy. Okay, so it there takes you, you a while. 
you're not used to say British categorization. I, I start trying to alphabetize the records. And... Yeah, so German way is better. Yeah, so it's Englanders. So you eventually you come across a couple of other properties that are associated with them. Um, see a couple of other warehouses, some some clubs. Okay, all, all sort of in the same vicinity or all over they're they're spread out but but london though right spread yeah. out in london mm -hmm. or got it mm -hmm. okay that's that doesn't sound that doesn't sound too uh outlandish i'm gonna i'm gonna write down the addresses of all the all the things um to try and see if they correlate with the locations of the murders Okay, so you you assemble your conspiracy web, mm -hmm. um, and there you don't you don't find a correlation. There's no, unfortunately, there's no yarn that you get to tie and pack down with other. I'll take use the down. green yarn. Mm -hmm. I I for uh, Edward Gavigan, I take down all of the notations for that estate in Essex, the address and all that. So. Yep, it's easily done. Yes. Well, we'll hauser this last hour. Uh, I feel I feel my time has been wasted. So we've got some good information. You can bring we, we us do. back. We have we have some good information. Yeah. You can bring this back to the group, have lunch, and go from there. Is it lunch time already? I think so. Hmm. But make sure our cab does not take us directly to the Langham Hotel. We still keep a little bit of a hmm. uh, undercover. Okay, so good. Yes, that'll work. Off we go. We'll we'll yep. jump so on you, the bus there. Yep, you you make your way uh, indirectly back to your hotel and. Right back with the, with the others. Guten Abend, gentlemen. Oh, Sorry, I had, I had a little mute in my throat. Guten <coughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Abend. What time How was it? your your expedition, gentlemen? Did you uh, come up with some fruitful information? Uh, yes and no. Start with the yes. <laughs> so our uh, our dear friend at the Penhue Foundation has quite the estate. Um, I mean Gavigan. Yes. Yeah. In Essex. Well, so a, a bit of a, it's not a bit of a trip. It's got quite a history, apparently. So there might be some information to be gleaned from there. It's what? What was it called? The Possibly. miser. Mysa. Mysa. Yes. Estate or Mysa House. Hmm. Yeah, but is that really that surprising that some rich guy's got a big place? I mean, yeah, he, if he's the bad guy, there might be stuff there. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking. It's the only we place. We know he, he does have connections with uh, the warehouse that we almost got killed at. 
yeah. and <laughs> the buildings that are owned by the woman that threatened us with a knife and a newspaper. Mm -hmm. we so do you, we think, do you think that he travels from work to home every night? Mm. I mean, how far is well, that? We know where like he lives. We, we know where he lives because we, oh. so, we went That's to his right. apartment. We did. He's got yes, an apartment. So a lot of these these gentlemen, they will do. They'll use it as like a weekend home, or they'll they'll go down there for the. There'll be staff that are out there to maintain the uh, the premises, but they won't spend their entire time down there. Well, isn't it likely though his whole family might be there? His mother, his father. Possible. I mean, if it's if it's a family owned, if it's like Gracie Manor, where it's been handed down for generations, then yes, there could be the possibility of. Uh, generations oh, of family it? living there yeah. yeah did it um mention anything about uh when the house became a part of the family line yes it was and it is right here in all the notes i took uh and maybe maybe someone could help me jar my memory oh yes that little man in your head that tells you things um yeah the great voice from beyond. <laughs> a booming voice comes out of the London. Um, <laughs> there might be a... It switched hands. So the previous owner transferred the deed to Gavigan in 1915. Well, that, that means it's not a family... So, uh, it's yeah, not a family 10 years ago. 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he still might have moved. He might have moved his family in there. If it's well, correct, but it's it's not going to be a family estate, is what I mean. Like it's not his family seat, per se. Yeah, it was used it? to be owned by yeah. Neville Lloyd Price. Hmm. That name rings a bell. You know, I was thinking, if if Gavigan is here in the city, uh, if we watch him long enough, we'll see if he goes back every weekend or if he goes back once a month or something like that, in which mm. case you, we could just show up at his estate. And if his family is there, we could say, oh yeah, we met him a long time ago. We're, we're cl close friends. He said, drop by any time. He's not here. Yeah, but then you what know? if they make a phone call? Oh. They and what if there is no family? What if there's no one out there except for the staff? Well, we say it to <laughs> what the if staff. they're all in on it? <laughs> Well, it would be wonderful if it was just the staff, because chances are there'd only be one or two that would stay there 24 hours a day. True. Maybe they wouldn't. Well, stay the other the other thing we need house. to look into, uh, gentlemen, uh, me and Octavius have been uh, having a conversation, and I know uh, this may possibly be a uh, a bit of a touchy subject for some of you. You may not believe. It, uh, uh, of the situation it's a wild ridiculous idea but we oh. are looking at the potential of uh myself and the, the rest of us holding a seance to try and contact jackson to find out some answers i have heard of crazier things from my magazine research so this is right up my alley i have uh, no uh, problem with this i, I don't think i would have time I don't think I would have even thought of it if it hadn't been for those paintings and for the, the blue juice. Well, we've been given uh, a contact to potentially get in touch with to see uh, to find the correct information that I would need to hold such a seance. 
um, a Jasmine Pink, who's based out of the Limehouse Docks, uh, which obviously we know our way around a little bit now. Um, so we also might be worth dropping in on her uh, and ascertaining what would be required to try such a such a thing. Well, I don't think we should all drop in. But, uh... Well, I guess we could uh, split the group. Some of us could go to go to Jasmine's and then the others can uh, go tail stand outside or and, stand outside and guard <laughs> um, speaking of the docks I have a list of addresses owned by the, the man who owns the warehouse um, so at the very least we have a list of places to avoid yeah Part of me thinks that that man is is literally just organized crime. You know, I don't think he has any judging to the Egyptian murders. Yes. Uh, and judging, you know, judging by the location and type of um, establishments, it's warehouses and clubs, very, very mm. organized crime, chick. Yes. Yeah. And the locations of the of the uh, buildings don't correlate with the murders, unfortunately. Right. Yes. Well, Nothing's except that for that easy. one, except mm. for the the one that we know was at the docks, the dock worker. Perhaps was he, that uh, was that saw murder? Something that they had. We have the location in. of the dock. The dock murder, right? I don't think he was killed at the docks from memory. He was not killed on the docks. He was not right. killed on the water. We just know he worked at the docks. So, I mean, it's a reach, but we, we were mm. thinking that the reason he uh, was killed, um, being a non-Egyptian, uh, was because potentially he saw something that was being right. shipped in at the docks. So he had to be removed. And I'm not sure if we mentioned this before, but we also discovered that the uh, owner of Empire Spices, uh, Zara Shaikh, also owns the Blue Pyramid. Oh. Yes. So, well, that's yeah. not a coincidence. <laughs> exactly. And how, how long has she had that? That's also near 10 years, correct? Yeah, it was around 1915. Interesting. Well, the problem with that we're going to have is during the day, she'll be in the spice shop. During the night, she'll be in the club. And the rest of the time, she'll be in her home, which is above the spice shop. Uh, um, and if she's already left she a message, have, if she's already left a staff. message for us uh, to left well, a message to stab on our door. Specifically, if it was her. I'm about 99.9% .9 sure that it was her. Uh, so she knows who the fuck we are. So us Perhaps. walking in, it's not a good idea. Well, I, that's what I'm just sitting here thinking. There's some problems with it, but a good disguise um, and a knowledge of uh, the kind of spices that you'd need to make a good curry which we should all probably know. The problem is this. It couldn't be me because I can't do a, an English accent at all. And, and it would immediately become apparent that I was from America. 
Grunwald is German, maybe he could pull it off, but he'd have to pretend to be a German aristocrat. But uh, Morris and uh, Theodore, both of you have pretty decent uh, accents. Well, you wouldn't think so because you are from here, but you might be able to, with the right disguise, your hair's kind of long, Theodore. It might, you'd have to put it up under your hat. But if you just went in like a customer, hi, I'm here to, to get some, uh, you know, Vindaloo spice and some. Uh, uh, a yeah. And just see what the hell's going on in there. See if there's any dark well, monsters living in the basement. I don't know. That means we'd have to find disguises and those, which we can do, but that could be. Let, let's go have a chat with this Jasmine Pink lady and see if we can. Yeah. It's also possible that if she's the owner, she's not necessarily behind the counter. You know, true. she might have employees. Is Who is the uh, sneakiest of us? I'm the fattest. I have a stealth. Uh... Of seventy, uh, yes, okay. all so very good at sneaking around to get the stories. The potential is if if it isn't if it we go to the spy shop, some of us go in uh, and distract the person at the counter while the other person goes and has a sniff around. Um, well, I'm afraid that if more of more than one of us went in there, then it would be obviously we were. Well, no, what you were already saying about three of us going in. No, I was just saying one person. That's sitting duck. One person here, bullet between the eyes, doesn't take long. Well, at least the other ones would know who was the bad guy. <laughs> Look, there's the possibility of we go at a later time when the club is at its peak and the spy shop is closed and see if we can try and get in. And if we're all there, got each other's back, if there's any sign of trouble, we scarper. Is we're just trying to break into somebody's place to find I, information that we don't even know what information's there. Look, we right. know, like, I think uh, we Ma need to Morris. stop going, oh, there's, yeah, sorry, Morris, yes. Well, I was, I was just going to say that I, I could, uh, I mean, you can go down to any pawnbrokers and you can pick up a, a, a valet's outfit and um, slap that on, going with a list of spices. I mean, uh, you know, get the lay of the land and that. Very good idea. That's a good, and then yeah. you, you say get the lay of the land because then you'd know if we did break in, we'd know where to go, where to look first, where to, you know. Because also, remember, Hauser, there was that uh, open safe we saw at the <laughs> Penhu Foundation as well. Yeah. There could be quite a few answers in that. If I could no, no bars on the window there either. Well, what if we get inside the spice place? We look around and there's just spices. Well, of course, that's what's going to be there, but we know there's more than that. Do we? I mean, if you're yes. if you're some evil monster mastermind, are you going to put the the incriminating evidence in your? Spice oh no, it's room? not going to be out the. Well, possibly, yeah. But it's what I've got. Think, I'm going to go back to this. Edward Gavigan went in there, he spent half an hour, and came out with fuck all. Well, he probably has some deal with her. It's not that, that, it's yeah. not that big a shop. What if... Uh, she also owns the blue 
Pyramid Club. Yeah, so she's making buku money if she owns that place. Yes. I think we need to get out of... We need to be bold. Not stupid. Like I said, stay yeah. within the group, but we need to be bold. We can't keep relying on like, oh, well, these people might be innocent and this, oh, this might be... Oh, if we do this, we might get in trouble. The whole plan... You know how you, you get away with things like breaking in Fox? You don't get caught. I never that is always that. the call. I don't know. I'm just not a criminal, so I don't and break also, into places unless I can think of a reason why. And also, if the police turn up, you and I have quite an easy way of getting out of it. Everyone has a number. But there's newspapers that might get involved in that case. Well, we'll pay them off as well. No. I've read some of the stories they've written about you, Fox. I know you've paid off a few newspapers. <laughs> Look, just don't believe everything that you see. <laughs> or, or read. Uh, ditto. Right back to you. Well, look, I think, I think that's an excellent idea, Morris. I think that is a, a, a absolutely great idea. Going to a, a pawn shop and pawnbrokers, as you said, and getting a, a valet costume. Um, getting the lay of the land, and then potentially having the option of trying to look into the place at a later point, possibly also the um, the Penhue Foundation, Gavigan's office, Gavigan's home as well as a possibility, if we feel we need to go to that, and the, the um, was it the, the Miser House in Essex? Um, I don't think we, we go anywhere near that warehouse again. Is it worth the risk? Yes. Okay. Well, if we can try this seance first and see and see if we can contact Jackson and see if it's if he thinks it's worth the risk. I mean, of course, I think he's going to say yes. Anything Unless he shows up and says, murder. what are you guys doing? There's nothing around here. <laughs> if he does, we go home. If he does, we go home. <laughs> Is he going to talk like that during the, the? What are you guys doing around here? That was my. That was my. Said, see, they said, "Come, come up from hell." I said, "I'm coming down. I'm coming down. I'm not coming up. I'm coming down." What do you want? Oh yo yo yo! Carry on. All right. So who's going to go miss, meet Miss Pink? Well, do we all want to drive down there and just have Theo and somebody go in? We could. All right. Yeah. We need to get some lunch anyway soon, so. Hmm. I'll, uh, I'll pop down the pawnbrokers and uh, see what I can rustle okay. up. Well, why okay. don't Fox, uh, Fox, Hauser, and, and I go to Pink's and ask about uh, the sound stuff, and Frederick and Morris, you guys go to the pawnbrokers and uh, sort that out. What? Okie dokie, Skip. That could work. Okay. And we'll Let's... all meet back here. Okay, so Morris is going to a pawn shop. Theodore, you're going to Miss Pink. Pink. Yeah. 
Who else is going with you? Hauser and I are driving. Yeah. And uh, Frederick's going with Morris. Okay. Just because we don't want people split up by themselves. Because <laughs> Miss Pink might have little blue stars all over her ceiling. And, yeah, uh, that's a very good point. <laughs> Frederick might freak out. Yeah, so, so Frederick and Morris at, at the pawn shop getting, yeah, finding clothes is, uh, it's fairly simple. You can give me a luck check to see how well they, they will fit you. Wouldn't it be funny if the pawn shop was the center of the entire cult? <laughs> so you guys never see Morris and Frederick again. Uh, that was <laughs> also owned by together. <laughs> we go to the spy shop and there's a hole in the floor with like this face creature. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed as a valet. One of the yeah, uh, dressed as a <laughs> one of the one of the larger jars of like uh, saffron or something ground up, obviously shifts slightly, and you see the decapitated head of one of us. Yes. Oh, God. Okie I, okay. I failed. My I've, pa- I've passed my my luck roll. Okay, so they you find metallic clothes that fit you pretty well. Stro- stroll the suit name the tag that says valet. <laughs> what exactly does so, a valet so... wear? Striped trousers. Whatever his master yeah. tells him to wear. Well, ideally, it would just be a, a stroller suit, wouldn't it? It would be um, striped trousers like you'd wear with a morning suit and then a, a, a shorter black jacket instead of a full morning suit tails. Um, and I don't know, probably would well, it probably be a slightly shorter wing collar, wouldn't it? Because mm. uh, it's more of a servant's collar. And uh, yeah. And then a waistcoat of some kind. Yeah. So and the other scowl. three. <laughs> scowl. Yeah. Well, you got that down, I mean, staring Gavigan. <laughs> staring at uh-huh. Gavigan when you're there. Thank you very much, yeah. So Octavius Hauser. I can't. I can't. I, I've always been a valet from the south, <laughs> south of west, south of London. Oh, Karen. So, southern, southern, <laughs> southern London draw. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I was fishing chips. Yeah, possums in the end. Morgan. I assume that was English. All right. So Octavius Houser. Uh, yeah, damn, damn right he was. Yeah. I didn't speak this book to anyone. So Houser uh, Octavius Houser. Speak the Queen's English. Speak the Queen's English in space. Okay. So Octavius Houser and Theo. So you, you drive down to, to Miss Pink's. Um, you're right. That's a um, kind of a rather. Uh, this place is a bit more dilapidated than others. That's surprising. Um, the Limehouse docks are not the nicest area. Um, and I wonder why Crowley would send you here. Yep, and you just see this little, this this little. Um, Shop with the sign that says uh, Miss Pink's above it. Um, Theodore, this is your bailiwick. 
Yes. Uh, it's got your back. All right. Thank you. Um, so I'll I'll go in. Is any other either of them coming with me? Are either of you going with him? I uh, I will. I'm kind of curious too. Okay, so I'll clock in, but we'll be behind you. Uh, the, yes, uh, that's fine. I just was like, to, didn't want to, to go with the to show give you a shove forward or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you. But yeah, we'll we'll go in. You open up the door. You hear a little ding of a bell. Um, and this you see the the room is kind of dominated by this uh, this curtain a table with this purple cloth, like a crystal ball sitting on the middle of it. There's lots of occult brick rack everywhere. Um, and coming from a back room, you see this uh, this young woman. She's in this Victorian gown, just covered with kind of haphazard pink bows all across ah. it. Uh, Miss Pink, says, I assume? Yes, that would be me. How can I help you today? Ah, charmed. Uh, I'm Theodore Gracie. Uh, these I'm are my charmed as well. Octavius Fox and, and Hauser Grunwald. Um, we were suggested your establishment by uh, Alistair Crawley. Um, we are trying to contact a friend of ours that has unfortunately passed on, and we're looking into uh, holding a seance to see if we could contact him. I was hoping uh, you might be able to help uh, me with the right books that would help me be able to achieve this. No, the right, the right books. I mean, that takes a lot of study and practice. Yes, and the I, right I, kind of mind. And you see, I believe if I you have need the assistance right with this, I'd be more than happy to help you. I'll give uh, Octavius a bit of a sideways kind of look, a bit like... I guess there's, you know, no harm and I mean, we've got the money to spend. Um, uh, well, would you be able to, to help us with that? Oh, of course. I mean, I would just have to ask for a, a suitable donation to... Of, of course. Uh, shall we say, uh, what, what is the going rate for such a thing? Sponsored. A couple, a few pounds. Uh, and I'll pull out a, a crisp five-pound note. Yeah. For your troubles, my dear. Uh, thank you. She she takes it, and she instructs she instructs the three of you to sit around the table. Oh, we're gonna do this I do this a right psychology now. roll on her quickly before we start as well. I'd yeah, go for like it. Also. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, that is a pass. That is a nine. She seems uh, very genuine. Yes, that's what I. I she, she's not. She's not. Says she doesn't seem like she's trying to hustle you. She so. believes what she's saying. She she believes very much that so she can help you with this. She okay. wholeheartedly. Well, she might be able to. She might be able to. I'm not. I'm not against that idea. And um, from my experience with the magazine, sort of going through and debunking a lot of similar folks under the table I just kind of give the room sort of a once over look you know look where a lot of these hoaxes might kind of have their gimmicks set up make a spot hidden excellent 29 I nail it nice spot hidden of 74 now so boom 
Okay, so you you look around. You are giving this your, I mean, your experience, your expertise with this, with this specific situation, and you, you're not seeing any of those telltale signs that you're looking for. Interesting. You're not seeing any, like, the smoke and mirrors type setup. You're not, like, or indications of trap doors or any um, pulley or anything that would, you know, mimic some kind of psychic phenomena that you're accustomed to. Excellent. You know, nothing, nothing under the table. Um, no little strings and stuff. And she said, well, we can, we can start right now if you wish. Shouldn't, uh, well, I suppose, uh, shouldn't the others be here though, or should we? Can we oh, do well, this? the more, the more there are, the easier it will be to, to channel your friend from the oh. beyond to us. How, how, how long are you open? Oh, all day and into the night. Well, that's yes. We might uh, we might bring some more of our uh, associates that knew our friend. Before we go, though, I do have one other question. I was wondering if you do have a book, or I I am a bit of a dabbler in some of the the this sort of stuff, and uh, I've been trying to uh, work this this spell that I found in a an old book in my my family home. But I can't seem to quite get it right, and uh, it, it, uh, it deals with these, and I pull out my tarot cards. Um, and I said, I can feel something starting, but it, it's like there's a, a missing connection. Hmm. Well, show me. Okay, so I'll, I'll do the process of my, my tarot cards. Um, you know, so I've got my thing and, and I'll do everything that is on the, on it. So let me just double check. Uh, so it takes five minutes of casting. Um, and I roll a 1d2. If it doesn't work, do I still take the sanity? No. Okay. No. Um, so, so you. Yeah. So does the magic points go as well if I'm trying it? No. If if you if you if you don't succeed. Okay, sweet. So happens. I basically so... do the uh the Aguari uh uh to for five minutes and you know, try and kind of do it. My eyes probably go a little bit funny for Fox mm -hmm. and Hauser are watching me, but yeah. And and she looks at you and she kind of giggles a little bit. Well, your problem isn't physical. And she kind of comes and like taps your head a little bit. If you're trying to see ahead, that's where your mind needs to be. You're too focused ah. here. You just have to let everything go and let the future come to you. You can't um, be focused on emotions. You just must, must know them by heart. Your mind cannot be focused here. So I'll try it again, but uh, with, with that knowledge, like I'm, I'm trying to kind of definitely meditate to kind of take myself out of, out of now and everything to see if I can, if I can work the spell. All right. Well, so go ahead and lose the magic points. Okay. Yes. 
Uh, cool. So that's going to go into four. Yes. And roll my sanity. Uh, one. Okay. So you, you do it and you flip the card of the deck over and you see the tower. The tower. And what do I ascertain from the tower? There's lightning you shooting just... at it and a comet and it's going to be a disaster. It's, it's not so good. Disaster. Not not a very good, uh, yeah, that's typically what it indicates. Change the tower. That's no lightning. <laughs> but yeah, so so everybody everybody sees that this, this card flip over. Um, but you, while, while you do this, you just get this overwhelming just sense of dread, Theo. Like similar to those, um, to that feeling you got when you, when you did the mist, this is a very similar yeah. feeling that, that you're getting. Like it feels externally kind of coming into you, but it is not, not good. Uh, uh, that's, that's not good. Um, well, uh, thank you, uh, Miss Pink. We'll, we will return with our, our associates. Thank you so Ms. much. Miss for... Pink, is it fast possible for you to come to where we are? We might actually have, I'm not sure, but we might actually have some things that belong to the person that we're trying to uh, contact. Oh, well, that would most certainly help. I could, um, we can definitely try. What what time is best for you? Any time. Nighttime, daytime. Doesn't matter much to me. Um. Why don't we give her our address, and uh, we can set it up. We can have a we're gonna have a, bring up a table and. What do you think? That, that's yes. fine. All right. How about how about tonight around uh, nine o'clock? Is that good? That works. All right. Much obliged, Miss Pink. Uh, thank you. And we'll uh, we'll we'll make sure we reimburse you for any kind of trouble that you might have to go through to do that. Oh well, thank you. And in order to help, just be channeling thoughts of your friend today. All right. It will help us tonight. All right. Thank you. I might, uh, I might put my hand on 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 House's shoulder as we walk out, just to sort of steady myself a bit. I'm a little bit shaken. This is fascinating. So the tower, the tower is, uh, and it made you feel bad, huh? I feel like we may be walking into. I don't know exactly what, but whatever we're walking into within the future, be it the spice shop or walking into the lion's den is what it felt like. Uh, which I'm sure is exactly how you all felt walking into that juju house. Yeah. Exactly. Which the thing is, the thing that tells us though, is if, if, if this is right, and it feels like it, I, this is the first time this has worked for me. I've tried this for, for months. If I'm getting this feeling, it means we're on the right track. Because we knew, which are, like, we knew wherever we were going to be going, it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. Uh, 
part of the reason why I wanted to move the venue to our place was we can make sure there's no tricks. Exactly. Yes. I no, I, I totally agree. agree. Yes. It looked oh, clean, but I agree with you. I don't. Well, if, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I must be. say I must trust her a little bit because she helped me with my my uh, my tarot. Well, and she also didn't hesitate to say yes. So I figured if she was a face, she'd be like, oh, no, no, it has to be here. It has to be here. Crawley knows his stuff as well. I don't think he would, uh, he had quite a good respect for my father, Felix. So I don't think he would point me in the direction of, uh, of a fake either. And I, in my experience, have run across a handful of imposters, fakes, yeah. Oh, so have I. With yeah. the silly turbans and just, you know, yeah. the, the far-off Eastern accents, the makeup. Yes, no, I, I, I agree. They're, they are definitely out there, but I wasn't getting that vibe off this young lady. Same here. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get go. back. Yeah. Let's go to the Langham. See if they've dressed up more as a, as a valet. As a valet. Valet, yeah. It's a beautiful hotel, Zalangham. Thank you, Theo, for recommending it. Yes, of course. Yes. So as we get back to the Langham, I'm keeping my eye open for anybody suspicious in case they've discovered our new location. Yeah. Roll spy hidden. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm right that? there with you. Yeah. Yeah, you can all roll spy hidden. I did not pass. Ah, Ninety-nine. Oh god. Um, I got a forty-two, which is a regular pass. So, so Theo, everybody at this point looks suspicious to you. Um, just yeah. that, that overwhelming sense of dread. Like you're just yeah. like you, that woman like with you the frown. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't say, you couldn't say specifically that somebody, you know, you couldn't say, well, that guy or she's watching us. But you, you just get that I'm on in each. your gut yeah, yeah. that somebody is. I mean, you consider that it's rather chilly in that that watermelon salesman over there. I'm not so sure. Oh, he's giving me a bad look. I tell you, uh, let's let's get inside. Um, you should kill him. Yeah, let's go find uh, Morrison. <laughs> at least, okay. I mean, at Jump. least my uh, my my concern is with actual people, not the stars. Yeah, it's true. People who are stars are not people. Yes. Uh, um, why do I have a German accent? Um, uh, Speck of the Deutsch. So I didn't know you were into tarot cards, Theodore. Well, I have been for a while. And I, I, as I said, I found this, some scribbling in my, my father's, one of my father's notebooks. And I tried it and, and I could feel something. Hmm. But there was just something not quite clicking, not quite connecting. And then obviously we did, tried the spell on the boat. And that was the first like this works there's real power there's there's ways to do this so well i i took a shot in the dark at, at mrs pink and i mean i don't know if it's exactly a good thing that now i can do this but it might come in handy for us down the down the line yeah let's get upstairs and uh and let uh frederick and morris have the spotlight for a while yeah oh, morris looks excellent in his uh new outfit absolutely spiffing morris I nearly went for the Japanese Admiral's outfit, but um, I think I can carry this one off a bit better. I don't think the other would have fit you as well. 
No, no, it was, it was a bit tight around the shoulders. You know, I've, I've heard it said that when you're dressed up like a servant, uh, a lot of people don't pay any attention to you. You can get away with a lot dressed that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been I've been told that people can, uh, you know, uh, wander in and out of places. I've, I've, I've never tried it myself, you understand. So I'm, I'm told you can. People just don't pay any attention if you're dressed like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a man walking his dog, you know, you don't, no one notices you. You become uh, um, ubiquitous, don't you? Exactly, yeah. yeah Part unnoticed. of the background. Yeah. Well, again, right. you know, I'm just, I'm just running an, an errand for someone if I go in there. So, so somewhere between 9 and 9.30, 10, tonight we're going to have a seance. A seance. Yeah, we're going to see if we can contact uh, good old uh, Elias Jackson. Do Jackson we have to Elias. wear anything special for that? Robes? I don't, or I don't something? think so. This is a, a Crowley. Red uh, Crowley. No. Crowley turned us on to this, this woman. And uh, so far she passed the, the test. She seems to be legit. We'll have that set up. I'll 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 take care of that. I'll get uh, get a table up here with a nice tablecloth and some candles. Mm, a legitimate seance. Do we have any um, possessions of Jackson's? Well, I thought we had some paperwork. I mean, that's uh... true. Yeah. I would like to set up um, my non-flash camera, my undercover camera in the corner of the room looking down to where we'd be sitting and just sort of have a have a little uh, a thumb trigger to uh, take a few shots. Automatic. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's easy enough to set up. Well, once we've set all that up, we should possibly take Morris over to uh, Empire Spices. We've got, we've got plenty of time before uh, Miss Pink comes here. Well, I'll stay here and uh, put this all together. If you guys want to do that. You guys got to well, watch I'll... it back, though. The last time anybody walked into a place, they didn't come out again. Yes, that's fair. I was going to say that a... Um, would a valet usually travel with the party? No. Probably not, no. Maybe if Morris you... drives up by himself and we take a cab and... Morris, can you scream really loud? I don't know. I've never tried. I think you guys should be right outside. Not even in the pyramid? Someone was screaming loud. Could have been me. I try to forget those days. Um... Well, yes, I agree. I think someone should be waiting outside the shop, ready to go in if Morris needs assistance. Um, I'm happy to stay here with Fox and help set up everything. If uh, if Hauser, you want to go with Frederick and Mitch, um, and and Morris to to uh, Empire Spices. Certainly. Oh, the cafe across the street. Yeah, there's a cafe. 
Oh, I'll go. I'm, I'm just going to be here directing uh, directing uh, a hotel staff to set up. You sure? Yeah, sure. I'll be fine. Perfect place to uh, to lay low at the cafe just across the street, keeping a sharp eye. Yes. The, uh, nice. the, the entrance to the spice shop, it isn't facing west, is it? Because you'd get a lot of glare from the sun later in no. the evening. Okay, good. No, it's not facing. It's not facing west. It's facing east. And what okay. time is it now? We'll say it's about three o'clock. Okay, cool. Yeah, because if we're looking into the shop, presumably, presumably through glass windows. Now, Morris, are you? Are you armed? If, if if need be, do you have your gun hidden under your jacket? I've uh, you know I've got I've got my pistol. Okay. I'm going armed as well. Never again. Arms, yeah. Under armed ever since the warehouse went in. Yes, I too have got my pistol and my trusty uh, cane saw. So I think at the earliest convenience, I'll try and find something more concealable. Yeah. Well, perhaps uh, Fox could lend you if he has a handgun. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, my 45. Semi-automatic. 45. That will knock someone down. I'll keep it, uh, I'll keep it pocketed. Oh, well, none of us are going to have him out and about. Yes, yeah, so I was going to run around with it in the air. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't answers, know. You right? are you are from the uh, you are from uh, uh, whereabouts in the states are you from? Out of the southwest. So. Yeah, exactly. So yes, you running around with a gun is not exactly unheard of. <laughs> you all think you're a bit of a cowboy, aren't you? Right, off we go, no, no. Morris. Are you sure you're you're ready for this? Yep. Belligerent animals, cows. Okay. So a mild disguise. We slick his hair, you know, make sure he looks well kept. All right, so we have House Earth Theo and Frederick um, having a lovely time at the cafe. Hmm. What are you wearing? Where did Houser go? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> no one will recognize me. <laughs> Yes, with your uh, gray fatigues, the bowler hat is an excellent disguise. So good. Yeah. All right. So Morris. Do you, as you enter the as you enter Empire Spices. Um, the, the air inside is it's very pleasant. Um, there, it's the the front of the shop is decently sized, um, with just shelves and shelves and shelves of jars full of various spices. Um, there's nobody else in the store except for a woman standing behind the counter. Um, 
she's a, a younger Arabic woman, um, flowing black hair. Um, she smiles. Oh, how can I help you today? I'll uh, I'll remove my hat, my traditional hat. Um, good morning, madam. Um, I, I do hope you can uh, help me. I've I've got rather a, a, a picky gentleman that I'm attending to at the moment. Um, he has some rather uh, some rather curious uh, requests uh, for comestibles. Oh, I wondered um, if you might be able to uh, fill this list for me. Oh, well, let me let me take a look at that. I mean, some of the things, hing, I've no idea what that is. I've never heard of that before <laughs> in my life. Long pepper, I suppose, is another form of pepper. But as to what hing is, I, I couldn't tell you. But uh, here, take take a look. She, she takes a look at it, and she kind of turns over her her shoulder and he said Edjo and you see this um, coming from kind of this this back door uh, you see this um, this young man step out uh, he doesn't look any older than maybe 17 and she's like can you can you help fill this this gentleman's order please and he says of course of course and so he takes it and he starts um, getting little jars together and he starts going through around the room collecting your order. You've been uh, been here long this business of yours? Oh about, about ten years. Ten years. Do you do do you do a lot of business? Uh, uh, quite quite a lot of business. Um, it's just really been growing lately. Um, a lot, a lot of the restaurant community have been have been coming here now, and that's been a an excellent addition to sales. Oh well, you know, they they like they like their fresh foods and spices, don't they? Very keen on that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You might, you must get some. I mean, there must be some very rare and strange and exotic spices you get uh, requests for. <laughs> oh yes, I mean, when you're when you're devoted to spices, you have to have everything. What's, what, are, what are the strangest things you get asked for, would you say? Oh, well, I had, uh, <laughs> there was, there was one gentleman that, uh, he was always looking for, for his spices from a particular geographic, uh, area. Oh, um, I see. Well, like Denmark or something. Yeah, mainly particular regions of Thailand. Uh, oh, Thailand, or, Thailand. And, uh, you have to get the right province. He wasn't interested. Oh, I see. Where whereabouts is it you're from? If I may ask. Oh, I'm 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 from Egypt. From Egypt. Oh, Egypt. Now you'll forgive me, but um, I I I can't off the top of my head think of any Egyptian spices. But I'm I'm sure were you to say any, they'd be uh, household names, as they say. Oh, yes. But, uh, the big, big Egyptian community over here is there. Um, to Not to a certain there. degree, actually. Hmm. Well, I suppose you know. I suppose uh, General General Gordon must have brought, brought a few of you back with him. <laughs> but um. 
I'm just I'm, I'm going to take in the, the 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 general sort of scale of the of the shop and so forth while I'm just um, shooting the shit. So, yep. so it's 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 really well stocked. Um, from you can see, it's very clean. Um, all the papers, the the uh, you know uh, cash register. Everything is, is nice, neat, orderly, um, spick and span. And there's no inconvenient uh, rugs or blankets covering nope. any doors in and out of the room. No, there's only there's one other door that leads. Uh, that's where the uh, the young. That's where the kid came out of. Um, that that's the only other uh, other than the uh, the open windows in the front of the shop and the door. There's only that door leading. There's nothing covering any walls other than the, the spice racks. And everything about the place really, you would say, I suppose the the um the smells and the uh the look and suggestion is of, of somewhere that is a long term spice selling business. Yes. Hmm. Turning my eye to the uh the woman who has been um, serving me and, and with whom I have been um, chewing some of this delicious chewing fat uh, during the exchange. Um, could I make a psychology roll for her? Oh, go for it. Do you think? Of course. Psychology isn't particularly good. As evidenced by the fact that I just failed that role. No, she's very friendly. Um, she's always having somebody to chat with. Um, very. Very well, polite. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be equally polite. I won't. I won't. I'll, you know, I'll do my best not to say anything improper. Go on, show us some of that Egyptian dancing, um, or something like that. But um, if you wanted to hide goings on in somewhere that appeared relatively innocuous, um. This looks very much like it would be the place. And so, so getting a, a the building itself um, has a residence above it is much deeper than this. Um, the the spice shop part of it on the ground floor even takes up very very little. So it's reasonable to assume that there might be steps <laughs> in the back room going up. So um, counting both both stories, um, total like space available between the two floors, the spice shops maybe like an eighth of what's here. All right, I see. Do you uh, do you live above the the, the shop? Do people oh, still I, do that? Yes, yes, I do. That's oh, very convenient. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. Must. Uh... Must be. I've got all these. I, I read some of these. All these places started out with people trading their front gardens. You know. 
That's why shops haven't got front gardens. Uh, got, they were normal houses, and then it all got taken up. But I'm sorry, I'm 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 wittering a bit, you know. I'm, I'm, oh no, no worries. You know, it's like I mean, stuck stuck in that big house all day with nothing to do but boil the kettle and polish his silver for him. And you get starved for conversation when you come outside. So I'm sorry, did I? I'm, I'm, I didn't catch your name. Oh, oh, I'm I'm Zara. Oh. I'm um, uh, uh, Keith uh, Keith White Chalky. My friends call me Chalky. Chalky White. Huh. Chalky. It's a pleasure to meet you. And that's uh, a nickname I picked up in the in the in the uh, in the army. And um, so uh, it was a family concern, is it? Then? Oh, oh, what, that's the spice shop. Yes. Oh no no it's 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 just mine. Oh, just yours? Oh, on your own? Very enterprising. Life, I like I quite like to think so. Yes. Oh yeah. Which is in an up and coming area around here, is it? <laughs> you could you could say that. Well, I'll just carry on, just sort of making small mm. talk with her and, and scoping out this, this shop and keeping an eye on... Uh, is, is his name Ed Joe? Ed Joe. Mm -hmm. Ed Joe, keeping an eye on Ed Joe. Um, but um, I don't see what more I can do at the moment because I can't exactly sort of come out and say, oh, by the way, are you involved in um, an international occult conspiracy of some sort? <laughs> Why, yes, we are. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, didn't I? <laughs> um, okay. The so direct just, approach. Yes, I'll just wait for him to um, be um, doing that, and I'll just I'll just keep an eye out for anything unusual, you know. <laughs> um, delivery boy with too many arms. Weird jewelry. Um, uh, workers or um, customers with oddly shaped heads. Uh, you know. Well, so, so you're. I was going to say strange smells, but it's a it's a spice shop, and it's full of strange smells, isn't it? So. Mm -hmm. And so, so you're, you're looking around, you're keeping an eye on, on Edjo, um, making small talk, and eventually, Edjo kind of reaches kind of behind you near the door and then Zahara says she says so Morris I think we should have a little chat I'm just going to carry on looking at the shelf that I was, that was taking my attention nice bit of joinery there you don't you don't get mortise and tenon work like that these days. Uh, it's, it's all machine set now. I mean that's that's properly done with with uh, good old um, cast iron and stenciling. I, that's lovely bit of work. You know, and you have very cute friends across the street. What uh, you what? You, you mean the, the ladies 
of Mrs. Jessup's. No, I believe we can help each other. Um, um, I'm, I'm not sure I, uh, Adam, Adam, you're cocoa, me old China. Well, you didn't come visit me for no reason. Well, I, I mean, obviously I didn't come to visit you for, for no reason. Um, you know, uh, I came here for this, uh, this here order of, um, exotic, uh, spices, uh, herbs, and I, I believe actually there might be some resins of some sort in there as well. Yeah, Miss Edward, Edward is just so careless sometimes. You're familiar with him, aren't you, Edward Gavigan? I thought you said his name was Edjo. <laughs> no, no, no. Are we having one of those cross-purpose conversations? I mean, hang on, start, start a minute. I've just come in here to buy some spices, love. I mean, what, what a palaver. Well, if you're, if you're not interested to chat, that's fine. Oh, no, no, I'm perfectly happy to have a chat with you, but I mean... I'm not this um, Edward or whoever you think I am. Oh, no, no, no. You're not Edward Gavigan, but that's why you're here, is it not? Who can say why any of us are truly... Well, really, you're here for Jackson Elias, if I'm not mistaken. Well... Uh... Uh, the man, you, the man of whom you speak is 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 or rather was known to me, but he is uh, he is a, 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 a deceased gentleman. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I I really oh, I, I oh, think it's in very so bad much form. To discuss. To, very bad form for you to uh, to joke about the recently deceased in that manner. Perhaps in your culture, you might regard that as uh, something acceptable to do, but I can assure you, madam, that here in the, the United States of, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and its protectorates and little islands and dominions and other bits in the Far East, we take that sort of thing very seriously. So, I'm, it might be worth mentioning. Uh, Mention away. Mention away. I'm doing the signal that I had worked out with the <laughs> others previously for, oh, bugger, it's all gone wrong. Mm. It's all gone wrong. So it, it's really good, Do we see that? Me. There's somebody uh, at the door. There's somebody <laughs> If we see that, we're, we're going to go. Yeah. We'll start to... Uh, I was enjoying the soup. You all killed. get in your car and drive away. I'm <laughs> going to get murdered. Um, <clears throat> do we? Do we make? Uh, do we from the cafe position? So, so stand stand by. So she says that it's it's worth mentioning that that Edjo has a a forty five forty five caliber. Is it Edjo? Yeah, pointed at your back. Um, mm. So maybe, look, I, I don't want to hurt you. All right. 
Says, hey, you're friends. not the one with the gun. I don't, I, I'm not concerned about okay. your motivations. You're not the one with the gun, frankly. It's him yes. I'm worried about. Does Edward like, want if to? You're, if, well? if, you're, if they just stay across the street and you come with me, we can have a nice little chat and maybe work something out. Maybe. I think it's really in your best interest. You're asking me to put quite a big bet on maybe there, aren't you? I guess so. Well, I mean, all right, I'll come with you. But I suppose you realise that if anything happens to me, right, that's your spice business up the swan, isn't it? Oh, of course. Of course. Um, and he steps around the counter, um, hands kind of up, she, she kind of pats you down, takes your pistol. Um, you know, no one's going to come and buy scotch bonnet peppers from a murderess. No, no, probably not. But please, not, please. Not please. even in this part of town. <laughs> I want that. Oh, I want that. That's my gun. I want that back. Oh, you'll 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 get it back in due time. Yeah, I put it back. I paid good money for that. So Theodore, the door... yeah. Do we? Yeah, see you him? see him. You see him go into the back. And yeah, you see I'm the, attempting the to do everything I possibly can to draw attention to myself at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I would hope so. <laughs> so she so she leads you into the back down this. This hallway, and she actually brings you upstairs into her apartment, um, and she she kind of brings you into this this kind of sitting area off off the main foyer, um, and across one wall you see there's this there is this massive mirror, um, and all of it it's kind of ringed with this uh, this gold inlaid um, frame. Uh, all Egyptian writing all across it. So might ostentatious if you ask me, but so new money. Now you see nobody nobody would buy any spices for me if I was a murderer. So best not best if I don't kill anybody here, right? And she starts she looks into the mirror and you see an image start to materialize in it and you see it's fox back at the hotel getting stuff set up so no i i won't murder anybody here um though depending on how this goes you might be able to save your friend's life how does that sound Um, it sounds, uh, well, carry on, you know, tell me, I mean, this is obviously the bit where you sit down and tell me your plan, isn't it? So let's we'll do that, shall we? Well, you see, I have a bit of a, let's just say creative differences with an associate of mine. Oh yes, I'm absent-mindedly playing with a piece of scrap paper that I've just found on the table. So do carry on. Yes. So if <laughs> I know why you and your associates are here, so in exchange for all of your lives, 
I only ask for one simple thing to be done. I need you all to kill Edward Gabigan. Hang on, I thought he was already dead. Gavigan? No, no, no. I'm sure you said he was dead just now, didn't you? No, 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 no. The, the other friend of yours, Elias, he is the dead one. I'm talking about Edward Gavigan, the man you went to see at the Penhue Foundation the other day. Well, look, I mean, obviously I, I appreciate the, the offer of, of, of the work. And, and all that, but I mean, don't you think that Gavigan's a bit is a bit out, out of our league? We're never going to get anywhere near him. You'd be better off um, getting yourself, um, you know, some 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 uh, a, a bunch of proper proper toughs from down the docks. I probably I could put you in touch with someone actually. If you, <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, Gavigan needs to be dealt with by an external party. I think what I'm trying to say is I think we might be a bit too external for your needs here. I mean, you know, I know obviously, you know, you, you, you've got a, a limited palette from, from which to paint, but, um, and you're just using what you've got access to. But I mean, obviously trying to blackmail us into it sounds like a good idea on the is face this... of things, but um, I, I don't think we're up to the job, frankly. <sighs> Look, this doesn't, I wasn't really going for blackmail. Well, maybe I'm not making myself clear enough. And so she goes over to this drawer by the mirror and she pulls out this little... Excellent. While her back's turned, while her back's turned, I would like to attempt to throw a paper airplane through the mirror. Okay. You throw it. It... Taps the beer and bounces off. That's not how it works, but let me show you how it works. Huh. And and she, she goes over to it and she takes, she spits a little in her hand, takes a bit of the powder, and she, right or left? Dirty cow. Um, left. And she goes and she rubs it over on the mirror where Fox is, she rubs it over his left arm. She does that, she raises her hands and she starts saying what to you just sounds like gibberish. And Fox, while you were getting things set up, all of a sudden you're, you're, you feel this paper cut on your left hand. And then another one on, on, on the palm. And then a bigger cut comes across across your arm. All right, all right, you've made your, you've and, made and, your and point. And, do you, and so you, you watch as, as Fox's entire left arm starts to be chopped into pieces by some external force. So, so <laughs> both of you can make a sanity check. And Fox, you're gonna, you are going to just take okay. a major wound, whatever amount that is that is a major wound for you. I have, um, if... If I've, my I've character, if my character in alarm leaps up and runs to the restroom, does the mirror follow? Yes, it tracks you. Ew. That's disgusting. Is your <laughs> spit much? 
This is England, you know. I'm sure that can't be legal. I, I passed my sand. Okay. What do I get? Okay. So, so Fox, you are going to lose 1d4 since you are the shepherd. Morris, you failed witnessing it, so that is a 1d4 plus 1. Oh, dear. And I oh. do not make any kind of connection. I think it's what I was doing. Yep. So you are. <laughs> And it's a major wound, shit. How, how do I constitute a major wound? I lose half so my... You just lose, you lose half your hit points. And you are, you are bleeding profusely. Um, Fortunately, there, is... there, are, there are servants here putting stuff together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. quickly, I need, I need towels. Mm-hmm. Try wrapping so they, it up. So they help you. So there, 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 is, there is not a section of your arm and hand on your left side that is not cut. Like, it is just a bloody uh, pulp at this point. I, I, I assume because the mirror is tracking him, I can still continue to see this mm-hmm. unfolding. Um, call the doctor. I've been very, very badly injured. Uh, and Morris, you, you didn't lose five points of sand, right? I didn't You'd lose five, no. Three. Just that so. About about you killing Gavigan? Is that is that something we can come to terms with? Well, yes, but I mean, if you've got that mirror that does that, why do you need us to do it for you? You could just use that. Oh, but the the progress that would be lost, you you must understand. All that I've built, don't need it to come crashing down. (laughs) If I'm the one that kills him, then that that causes some major problems. You ever heard of a little little group called the, the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh? Might have done. Let's just say I would enjoy having full leadership of this particular branch. Oh, I see. And um, Edward's uh, jockeying with you for position, is he? (laughs) Yes. Has been for some time. Oh, I see. So he's protected against all this mumbo jumbo of yours. That's. And so am I. So it makes things a little bit complicated for us. Yeah, I imagine it must do. Well, how do you propose then that we uh, we get access to this fellow then? Well, about once a month, we hold a ritual at his estate in Essex. On the night of the ritual, you can all show up. Those loyal to me will let you in. And while he is busy conducting the rituals he normally does, there's your opportunity. 
and I take it in your meticulous planning for, for this uh, the uh, this ritual is is going to happen very shortly in the in the near future well not quite though you could kill him earlier if you want I'm in it's up to you well, what's not going to do? I mean, I, ideally, I'd not be wandering around the English countryside bumping people off, to be honest with you. But, I mean, you seem intent on not giving us any option. Well, you you, you do have an option. I can just turn yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you if you like. I'm sure you could. I mean, I'm just wondering what, why it is that your education didn't include the concept of the carrot and the stick. So so many things can be achieved by just just a little, a little bit of pleasantry. You know, that's all I'm saying. But uh, no, all right, we'll go straight in with it. You've got to kill him, or we're going to kill you. Business. And it's not how you make allies, is it? But well, that's the way you want to do it. So when I mean, when are we going to do it then? When's this? When's this ritual taking place? The twenty fourth. The twenty fourth. So, do we have your uh, your word for what it's worth? That um, you're not going to attack us in that intervening period between now and then. Yes. And they may intervene if Gavigan tries to take you out. All right. What about those other things? What other things? The other things, the ones that were human skins, those things. Oh. Oh. Oh, the serpent people? Yeah, you're going to call them off as well. Well, we're not really that close of associates. Well, I, I've already... Uh, I have no... Uh, I don't know why they would be after you. Well, I've ascertained that by your uh, rather uh, curious reaction to their mention. <laughs> but... Um, that's it then, is it? You, you, so we just kill him and then you leave us alone. Yes. You can go wherever else you want. Just do this one favor for me first. I don't know if that's really enough. I mean, you're, like, you're, you're saying that you're going to do us this favor and that we'll be kept safe after this. I'd like to see some indication of, of, that, of that safety. You you were saying you have you and and indeed uh, your your associate both have means and uh, mechanisms of of making sure this stuff doesn't uh, they're protected from it and none of this happens to them. I think something like that would be a good show of uh, faith on your part. How about I do this instead? 
we're not much used to. If he if he takes us out using this stuff while we're trying. Oh to... no, I am. He does not have this. He wishes that he does. This is a one of a kind. There is another thing that he has that I don't. So I might give you a one word of caution. I, I wouldn't recommend any of you uh, traveling in dark, lonely roads and when the fog is out. Yeah, I, I, I think Some of his servants are less corporeal than one would like. Oh, foreigners. Mm. Don't you worry, we're, we're all well-traveled. We, we know the ways of foreign things. I've, I've even been as far as, uh, as China. Not to worry there, Mrs. Oh, that's good. One one last bit of, of, of insurance. If, if <laughs> well, you, you have to indulge me. And she goes over to a fireplace and she removes this hot poker and on the end of it is this small little seal. She's like, this will only hurt a little bit. And I'm she presses it. I'm, I'm going to step back. I'm, I'm not letting someone brand me like the like on their cattle. Oh no, it's this won't be permanent. Not permanent, my ass. It's a, it's a brand. You keep that thing away from me. Well. I can. I'm not, uh, I'm not joking. No, I'm not joking. There's no need for you to brand me as part of this. You said that if we if we kill him off, for you, then we're free and clear. We just go off and get on with our lives, right? You didn't say anything about being branded, and I'm the only one here. None of the others are getting branded, so that's unfair for a start. I mean, what you should just, just should, because? Do, oh yeah, just because I come in here, just because I'm I'm a working man, because I'm the one getting a bloody wage, because I'm the one who's paid to take the bloody risks. Oh yeah, oh typical bloody ruling class, isn't it? So you just brand me like I'm some sort of livestock. Marvelous, marvelous. So if you want why we bother? Fair. Why did we bother fighting the bloody great war? If that's all we get out of it, it's just back to the same bloody nonsense and me getting pushed pillar to bloody post. I'm moving closer and closer to the door as I'm saying this. And she, she's moving to intercept you. She says, well, I can, if, if, you, if, you care, if you care about fairness, shall I, shall, I, shall I dice the left arms of the rest of your companions and then yourself? Will that be fair? None of it's fair. I've only, I've been, only removed been... one arm. I could remove more. Cutting people's arms. I mean, oh, just off. Why has it got? Why have you got brand me as well? Oh, this is insurance on my end. Insurance on your. It sounds like you've got all the insurance. What have we got? We haven't got anything at all. 
a vague promise that things might be a little bit better if we go and kill someone for you. Well, not going to hang all I mean, my. You're you're on that. you're paid to take risks. I for one. Yeah, I'm not paid by you though. That's the point I'm trying to make. I'm you paid see, to take risks on behalf of my employer, Mr. Fox. Well, I would consider myself. I'm not paid to risk take adverse. risks on behalf of your. Well, risk averse you may be, but the risks you're taking and making are entirely your risks to make. My risks are not your remit. It's demarcation of labour. I mean, if, if necessary, I'm going to get my union representative in it. I am not taking this at all. Yeah, look in that mirror. Look, he's, he's not looking very well. Can you magic up a doctor for him? Oh, well, that's that's for him to figure out now, isn't it? Oh, really? Oh, well, no. No, sorry you then. You're not going to fix him. No brand. Well, I'm not giving you much of a choice. Well, you can make a make a power roll. Keeper. Yes. Question, real briefly: Does Frederick and Hosser across the street in the cafe notice that uh, Morris has been apprehended? Yeah, he's no longer in there, and you can How see long the, the kids. Maybe about well, ten minutes. I don't think we'd wait that long. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. If I haven't seen him for ten, like for five minutes, I would have been up here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, one, one thing you do notice is that coming out of that back area, you see a few more men arrive in the main. So we see people. From, from from the back, there are more people that have... Probably even no reason than for us to... Crap. We've got to get him out of there. Yeah. The, so what, this... was your, what was the result of your power roll, Morris? Uh, I got 49 out of 50. All right, that's... So... So she says, give me your arm. And you, you try to fight it, but you just... She forces it forward, and then she touches it to your hand. You feel this brief sense of heat, and then nothing. And then she looks in your eyes and says, you will kill Edward Gavigan. If he lives to the next month, you shall die. And then she removes it. And you just feel this tingling sensation in your hand. Now that wasn't so bad, now was it? There's no need to be glib. Please, let me show you it. Um, dear, haven't you ever read any Sax Roma novels? There's a way of, ways and means of doing these things. You're supposed to be aloof, but with a sense of noblesse, noblesse. Yeah, I'm not one for reading novels. Yeah, I, I guess that. Yeah, definitely not a reader. So, Houser Frederick and, and Thea, while you are preparing to heroically storm in and save Morris, he steps out from the back room, led by Zara, and she gestures you to leave the door. I'm so glad you decided to have a chat. Yeah, and hang on. I, I think, are you forgetting something? Ah, yes. Don't worry, we'll we'll send your gun in the post. I was thinking of the spices that I came here to buy, actually. I still haven't found out what hing is. 
Well, at uh, Joe? Bloody for no sense of you. Dear, dear. And well, you have you have quite the expensive list. So if you want to pay me the five pounds for all this, you can five buy quid. Five quid for you can keep your bloody five. You can keep your spices. Five bloody quid. I'm going to storm out indignantly. And then a few seconds later, I'm going to storm back in again. I better get my gun back. Oh, of course. Well, can I just have it now? Because, I mean, you're asking me to kill someone. Then you're taking my weapon away. It's just a question of logic, really, isn't it? I mean, you know, unless you expect me to talk him to death, which, to be fair, I would give a bloody good go. And she pulls out your pistol. And she says, I'm sure you know where to buy bullets. And she unloads it all and then hands it back to you. It's always got to be a drama. Right, thank you. I will take the gun and I will head back across the street. That didn't turn out how I expected it. What happened, Morris? Uh, Well, um, I think they know who we are. Oh. First of all. Um, That's unfortunate. Yeah, they're definitely some sort of cult. Um, they can definitely do uh, magic. Um, yes. Uh, we need to uh, get back to the, uh, the hotel room because I think uh, Mr. Fox has been rather seriously injured while Ow, we were gone. How you know that? God. Um, and I've got How did they know where we're staying? We... It's, uh, it's hard to describe, but it was like a mirror. But um, she sort of did or said some stuff, and, and, and then um, where previously there was a mirror, it was like in front of me, I was looking at this, like a screen, and and on it I could see an image of Fox in his hotel room, but moving like it was like it was following him wherever he went. And then she did something. Um, I sort of wiped something on the mirror. And in the mirror, I could see him holding his arm, and his arm started bleeding like she'd, she'd cut him repeatedly. Could it yeah, be God, an illusion? Right. Could it be an illusion that it's not, he's not actually hurt? Well, that's why I thought it might be better to get there. I mean, it's... Well, let's um, hurry. He could be in grave danger. I mean, if, if not, then we're there faster. But right now, he might need us. Right, oh, but, uh, that's, that's not the... Uh, that's not everything. You see, what else um, more could it be? Tell him in the car. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we can talk on the way. We I'll tell you the on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Quick to the hotel, <laughs> to the Langham. All right, so you 
you know, you turn to the lingam. You rush upstairs to your to the room, and you find Octavius in the in the bathroom. Yeah, his arm is covered in bloody towels. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, I is he alive? Yes. Theodore, oh. Theodore, it's very dangerous to attempt. If you say it wrong, it. My arm. I called the doctor. It's no, it's all right, Fox. Just, just calm down. This wasn't from the. It. Look, here, quick, we need some more towels. I'm going to put some pressure on this. Uh, can I do some first aid on Fox, please? Yeah, I'm, I'm Go a for pretty it. good first aid, too, here. Okay, uh, that is a... Ooh, Fox, here, drink some of this for the pain. No, I've got to fail. <laughs> I've got to fail. Hauser, Hauser, you're better I, at this. Quick. I'm, I'm pretty good. I can, I can uh, assist, if that's okay. May I? Yes. Fox, it wasn't the spell. That, uh, Morris, he went in. She knew who we were. She used some sort of mirror to, uh, to hurt uh, you. No, yes, when, you were, when you were gone, I was trying to memorize yes, the spell. and It wasn't the spell, man. I'm telling you. Here, how's it quickly? He's, he's losing consciousness. I, I, I really badly failed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. Did you fumble? <laughs> Did you fumble? No, it's an 89. I rolled okay, an 89. Not, 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 not a fumble, but you guys, I, you cannot stop the bleeding. The doctor, the doctor should be here soon. Yeah, are you sure? Did someone call I, the doctor? I told what the, time is it now? I told that guy to call the doctor. From the, from the hotel? Well, they were setting up the t- see how nice the table looks with the the blue damsk. It's lovely. Of, yeah. I run out the door. I go downstairs to the main desk to check if they're calling a doctor. If the doctor's on their way. Yes, the doctor is is on the way. All right, good. I wait downstairs in the lobby to usher the doctor up ASAP. I'm, okay, you- I'm gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm no expert in medicine, but I'm gonna just sort of wait up in the. Oh, it's bad. It's gonna. It's gonna need stitches. Yeah, why is why has he attempted to to staple a cushion to your arm? That doesn't seem like very good first aid. All yeah, I had was some... this red tie. <laughs> we need some leaves. Leaves, Frederick, go away. You're not. We're not in the. Jesus Christ. Okay, so 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 the doctor arrives. Did you get the yin? Pick up this way. Fox, I'm going to need you to make a luck roll. Follow me here, Doctor. Uh, 31 out of 39. Okay, so when the, when the doctor examines your arm, he tells you, well, fortunately, I don't believe you're going to need to amputate. Oh, thank God. Well, we are going to need to take you to the hospital. All right. Do, do, do you give opium? I mean, uh... uh Opiates. <laughs> uh, Chapman, you better go. Uh, you better go with Fox. Yes, I can stay with him. We uh, unfortunately have got uh, Miss Pink coming, so we have to stay here to wait to intercept her or something. Oh. You missed the seance. I want the seance. <laughs> Um, so I'm guessing at that point Morris fills us in on the fact that we have to kill Gavigan and all that sort of stuff. Yes. 
we have a month in which to do it or find a way not to do it. This is really fucked. Wherever we, we go, we she'll know where Gavigan. we are. Can we, can we send a message to Gavigan? Warn him. I was wondering that, but I mean, they're both... Mm, her intimation was that the, 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 they were uh, both connected with this uh, cult of the Black Pharaoh. Well, let me put it this way. If they're... If they are in some way connected to any of these murders and so on and so forth going on, I have no problem killing either of them. Yeah, you see, if we just kill one of them, whichever one's left is going to bump us off. Exactly. I mean, that's that's a given. If we kill him, she's definitely going to kill us. Is there any time where they would be together? Well, I mean... A Molotov cocktail can do a room she nice... Said, she said that ritual was very important. The one at the, at the house. Morris, you said that through the mirror you could see Octavius. Could you hear? Can um, she hear us talking now? That's a point. Could I hear anything through that? No. No, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear anything. And when I tried throwing a paper dart, it wouldn't go through. Whereabouts in the room was the mirror? Like, where was the view coming from? It was kind of following him around. Okay, it followed him. When he moved, it went with it. I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was with us now. So, but we are we are certain she can follow us visually, and yes, but not. She could at this very moment. She could be peering in at us from some kind of screen well, somewhere. Well, here's the thing: I could use. If we need to do something, like if we went to Edward Gavigan's place or whatever, and I used the fog spell, she can't see what we do. We almost need to, to communicate in a different language. Well, we could also do a, a telegram of some kind, or... I mean, again, or right. to... uh, now she could... Oh, no, she might be able to look right. over our shoulder. Yeah. Whereas if we say to someone, if we get a... I don't know, because then she'll just follow the boy or get the telegram person killed. I think, honestly, I think we need to, as I said, I think if we go to the, if half of us go to this ritual, or if we go to this ritual and half of us are on the, the way to kill Gavigan and the other half try and kill her, I don't, I don't know. I, I agree with Morris, though. They both have to, we can't take one out and then leave the other because that puts us at risk. If we kill Gavigan, so that Morris, if this spell she's put on Morris is true, if we don't kill Gavigan, Morris dies, and Gavigan would probably kill us anyway. If we kill Gavigan, she's just going to kill us. Well, we need to kill her first. Uh, there's, there's, it would be very difficult to kill both simultaneously, unless they are in the same room. You know because what? This, might, this might be a crazy idea. What if we paid a visit back to that warehouse and we tell those men that there's good money in a job and we get ourselves a bit of an army? Interesting. But what if that army is under the employment of uh, Zara? I assure you, Hauser, me and Fox can pay more. 
but maybe she doesn't pay in just in money. Maybe they, she pays in money and the, the fear of what she can do. That's it. Fanatics. That's the thing. That's what they are. They're fanatics. Well, then we find people elsewhere. I mean, Morris, yeah. you must know where there's uh, unsavory uh, men that we could potentially uh, pay to just go and even go go to the, the Blue Pyramid or, or her spy shop and, and trash the place, I, set it on I fire. Could prob- I could probably find you half a dozen low types who, who turn over someone's drum. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't know where to start for what you're asking. You're asking me to find like, awesome, people who are properly handy. I've, I haven't even been back to Britain for, it's coming on 10 years since I've even been here. I wouldn't know who to ask. How big was the mirror? Was it so big it would have to stay in that room or can she just move around with it? Oh, it was, it was, it was quite big. It was about, by about. Okay, so it's not like she can slip it into her purse and and slip out. Is it any mirror though? That's the thing. Is it any mirror? It Um, looked like a very uh, ornate sort of mirror. It was all. Is it um, a spell sheet? It was all Egyptian. Because I mean, that that we could um, just go in and smash the mirror. That's what I was thinking too. To firebomb, we could use Molotov. Cocktail. Yeah. Well, I, while it was happening, I was thinking of maybe smashing the mirror while it was happening. But then I thought, if if Fox is in the mirror, yeah, and if she wipes something on the mirror, it cuts his arm to pieces. What would happen to him if I broke it while it was looking at him? Do you know what we might actually? It might be worth asking Miss Pink if she knows of any spells or anything that pertain to mirrors. Would I know anything from my occult? At all, Morgan? You don't even have the role. There are there are plenty of I mean throughout time of scrying mirrors of, yeah. um, like that is it's a it's a major thing. Right. So I, I'm aware of like the not necessarily the spell, but of the practice of yeah of using spell. Okay. Okay. Um well look, here's the thing. If it's just specific that mirror, then yes, we could go in trash the place see if we can find any because that's the thing there might be a lot of connections to other things within the that's why i know it's a risk but if we can get some men and we and then us the party we split up and half of us go to this ritual with this group of men and go do some onslaught there and then the other half trash gavigan's home the apartment the penhu foundation and the blue like we hit stuff here because then the thing is we don't want to just trash the place because there might be things that will help us moving forward because remember we've got to get to the crux of the beginning of this all this began because we were at jackson was under the belief that the carlisle expedition were alive so their movements were the US to here to Egypt to Africa. So we need to I don't think this this trail is gonna stop here. Yeah. With these people. So uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna look at the the, the bottles of the of the blue water 
as well. And um, what time is it, Morgan, at this point? Because how, how far away is Miss Pink from getting here? Miss Pink, we'll say it's around 5, 5 p.m., so about four hours. Okay. Well, look, we need oh. to... So Octavius might even get discharged after they, they stitch him. Hopefully. Well, I mean, that'd be great. If, it, if every part of his arm his left arm, there was not a part that wasn't scratched, and they f was a possibility of amputation. That's... Yeah, it might it'll be yeah, probably a whole day or two. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, and he will probably be drugged too, yeah. Well, I think this is a good spot to leave it for tonight. We are at time. I, I'm I'm too drugged though to uh, <laughs> <laughs> our players included Zane Fleming, Brian Daly, Mick Swan, Stuart Lively, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the call of the Fool Gold Plane. Good night, sir. Good luck. Good game. Thank you.